Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange britches! Something about them orange britches! What I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the Vols. You got yes, me? Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, September 27th. The Vols are 1-0, baby. That's right. No losing openers. No losing to Sunbelt teams. None of that crap. Not losing to West Virginia in Charlotte. No, sir. The Vols went to Columbia, and they took care of business. And we'll get into the nitty-gritty. We'll talk what the Vols need to do and win in week two and then win again in week, win again in week three. But the bottom line is, if you want to go 10-0, you got to go 1-0. Ooh. And the Vols went 1-0. That's that's very true. And I feel like a lot of this season is just going to be kind of like college basketball, like the NCAA tournament, survive in advance. Exactly. Now, there's going to be some games that you're looking at that you maybe would like to avoid, but you can't. <laughs> right. You got to play them. Yeah. Um, week two is friendly. It is a nooner. I don't know how I feel about that one. I Tailgate-wise, I like it. I like it. It's going to be a fun one. Game-wise, not super crazy about it, but it's okay. I'm not I'm not upset about it either, so we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. It's, uh, you know, Missouri, but we'll, we're not talking about Missouri this week. We're not. Or this episode. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. Right now, we're talking yeah. about the Vols winning... 31 to 27. Well, I guess not right now. That's what we're talking about this episode. We're talking about college football as a whole. High school football. Got some good highlights for you. I still need more highlights. Send them in if you want us to see if uh, you want us to see uh, maybe your hometown team, maybe your uh, alma mater. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe an impressive play you ran across that I would most you know I would miss. Send it to me. I'll see it. Um, I've only got I guess kind of four plays for you today. I've got a total of <coughs> at, at, at nine. No total, good. but really only, I guess, four. Because we, we've got guys scoring touchdowns in high school football in this area. Six, seven touchdowns, so it's okay. a lot. It's a lot of touchdowns for one guy to score. It is a lot. So, uh, I, but we'll show those later on in the show. We're also uh, we're also talking about, um, I already said college football recap, I did. And then, obviously, dude, I'm so excited. This, <clears throat> I don't know, like. It's finally back. I was a little nervous about opening with an SEC opponent, but. Why? It's a decade of the Vols. Yeah, we won. It's a decade of the Vols. I don't know. I wasn't. I and I mean, if, if you're going to open up with two, like a, if you're going to open up with an SEC team, it's better for it to be South Carolina. I would agree with that. I would agree with If you're going to go get your feet wet in the SEC, it's better to be a bad team like South Carolina. or yeah. and, and then Missouri. So you, you get two weeks of, you know, getting adjusted before you have to play a a big boy. Yeah, I really do feel like it's a decade of the Vols because I, normally Tennessee would get just railed if we were forced to play a 10-game SEC schedule. But I feel like it was fairly friendly overall. Yeah, as good as you could possibly get as as Tennessee. Right, right, <laughs> right. 
No, for sure. Um, but before we get into the show, because we are about to get started talking about the Vols and, and talking about some of the things that led to that uh, thirty-one to twenty-seven win over South Carolina. Before we do that, though, Landon's going to tell you all about some of the people that make this show possible. They're giving away some things, so make sure you you listen closely. Yeah, and he's talking about Blue Water Climate Control. They're giving away some free furnaces. Go check them out. Um, giving away a ton, not yep. just one or two, a ton well, over the next couple months. So be on the lookout for that. Um, also go check out Tennessee Tap House and Hound Dogs. They do a great job of making this show possible. So go check out our sponsors and um, go make your account on volunteerroadshow.com. Um, that gets you access to all our free content, all of our shows, um, a lot of good shows w- within the networks. Go do that. We're celebrating, baby. We're celebrating. And put I, the victory cap on. It, it's, put it on. It's been a while. It has because I expected to put a lot. Put have you put it on a lot during baseball season, but. <coughs> We didn't get that. So we'll just have to – we got 10 times to put it on. We're shooting shooting to put it on 10 times. Yeah, got to. That's what we're going for. Um, hey, if you got any questions, drop them in the chat. I'm on Twitter. I'm trying to get on YouTube, guys. I apologize if you're if you're on there chatting right now. I It's not working for some reason, this new way it's set up. Can't see it right now, but we'll get it up. If you got any questions, drop them in the chat. Landon's got Facebook. I've got Twitter and hopefully YouTube soon. If we don't get to them right away, hang in there. We'll get to them at least. we got a special place in the show dedicated for it, so we will answer it at some point. So stay with us there. We got quite um, a bit of questions tonight. Yeah, we do. And not only questions, we also want your all's reactions. So uh, send us a video on Twitter if you want. But we've also got a dedicated place on our anchor page. So Landon will send out the tweet on game days. Uh, so click on that link. Give us your reaction, your uh, unfiltered, raw reaction after the game. Win, lose, no draws in, in, in at least college football. In NFL, we had to watch that terrible bingle. Team, they were trying to lose it, but none of that. So we want your reactions <laughs> to the win or lose, uh, win or lose, and uh, and we'll we'll post them on the show uh, or on Twitter maybe if they don't make it on the show. <laughs> Drop those chats in there. Let's get talking. Vols win 31-27 in Columbia. The one million dollar cock did not get broken in. Well, it didn't. <laughs> That's a lot to pay for a statue. <clears throat> it was unfortunate. And then lose. We got off to a terrible start, but but yes. it's not how you start. It's how you finish. You know, you say terrible. I do want to say something. I, not about like a lot of people saw that first drive and were like, "Oh crap!" But I'll never judge Jeremy Pruitt's defense by his first drive. I feel like he adjusts really well, so it'll never be the first drive that I'm, <coughs> I'm determining. Well, it was that, and then it was um, the punt, the yeah, punt. But JG miss, misses Ramel Keaton Fair. on the sideline wide ass. Open. You're right. You're right. Um, and then that two yard pass to back to Will Albright. Hey, you gotta you gotta get. <laughs> It's okay to get fancy. Someone said ugly. I mean, yeah, ugly is fine. Well, Albright is the leading. He is the leading freshman receiver right now. Oh, nice. That's a good <laughs> little little stat. <laughs> nice to be in that category every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, fair. I thought you meant the first defensive drive, and that's what I meant. But yeah, as a whole, did not get off to a good start. You're right. Yeah. And I like what Jeremy Pruitt said. He, he didn't necessarily expect the team to play well. Um, but they grinded out a win. And I, and I agree with that. I mean, but even though we won, we're here. We're going to talk for an hour and a half. We're going to have to nitpick. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can't sit here for an hour and a half and go, a win is a win. You're right. A win is a win. But let's, let's, let's be, let's start nitpicking a little bit. Yeah. It, it's something to build on. Um, it, it's, it wasn't pretty by any means. Um, and, and there was kind of a, that second quarter, especially for JG, was just rough. Yeah. Um, but with, you know, all that stuff happened at the start and then I think they're on our 38 yard line and we just get a stop and, and forced them to punt, didn't score any points. 
because if we if you go down fourteen nothing that fast, that's tough. Oh, absolutely. I mean, last year you spotted him seven <clears throat> on the first possession too. Yeah, yeah, seventy five yards, same thing. Yeah, well, one was in one play. <laughs> yeah, this was <laughs> I don't took know. a little bit longer. Yeah. I think it was like a seven-play drive, maybe. Yeah, something like that. It was, it was not a long drive. They did. I, can, I don't have the time possession stat written down, but they did uh, out-possess us, I think, by 10 minutes almost. So they were able to, to grind some drives, and I attribute a lot of that to at least – listen, I didn't have faith in the South Carolina offense. I did not. I didn't at, least, at least not with Colin Hill starting. And well, then we know all most of, you know a lot of their talent was out, rather, you know, due to opting out injury – graduated whatever it was mm-hmm. um i did not have faith and then the defense when we find out you find out before kickoff sean chamber is out um uh Jalen mccullough we thought was supposed to be out but he appeared in the third quarter yeah weird Darrell middleton was out Darrell middleton was out and then you have bryce thompson playing safety and i'm not saying i think that was put your talent on the field where you can kind of thing yeah but he doesn't play safety he hasn't played safety mm-hmm. so it's definitely difficult for the defense to do some of the things they adjusted they got it figured out um, but then I think South Carolina did a really good job in the second half kind of counter-adjusting it or doing some other things that made us have to try to get some more pressure on the quarterback that, that kind of vacated the middle, and they, they hurt us over the middle. Yeah, as, I think as soon as they learned that Schamberger was out and they were going to start a true freshman at that star position, mm-hmm. Danico Slaughter, they just went at, went right after him. Yeah, and, and, and obviously they did some things to, to attack that position, but Danico Slaughter played well. Yeah, he played. He just got picked on, yeah. and but that that's gonna happen. But he did have a sack. He did have some pass breakups. But you know, that was their best playmaker, and they're gonna utilize that matchup. So it is what it and is. And they did, yeah. and, and they were able to. But <coughs> the good news is, is Danico Slaughter did play pretty well overall. Mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, for your your first college game, I don't think you could play any better. Just the middle of the field in general. It wasn't just him. It no. was our linebackers. It um, kind of everybody just had a difficult time defending the middle. And I, I think with having Schamberger in there, I think that helps a lot. I agree. And and I know a lot of people like the way our defense you, – you, going back to the point of why the middle was open, I, I know the defensive line played decent, well for what they did. I mean, DeAndre Johnson kind of played out of his mind, maybe rose to the occasion, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, and had two and a half sacks. But I don't think the defensive line is able to get pressure as much as they were without – the way we blitzed our linebackers without some of the blitz packages they had in there that involved vacating the middle. So that hurt us in that regard quite a bit. So you, you've got it. How do you, that's one of the things I wrote down in terms of things that need to improve the balance of pass defense and pass rush. How do you find that balance? Because our safeties were not doing a great job filling the middle when linebackers were blitzing. Yeah. It was like the, the interior lineman didn't get a, a ton of push. Mm. Um, as as far as now they plugged holes. I mean yeah. that that's obvious. That they 80. only eighty nine yards rushing yeah. on thirty five attempts. You yeah. can't have anything better than that. You um, definitely took away their pretty much their entire rushing game, and then yeah, the middle of the line at least did good in that regard. You're right, but it, it kind of seemed like we got just as much pressure with four guys as we did when we sent five or six. Yeah, as, as far as like the. The outside rushers, it was Kevon Bennett and DeAndre Johnson were, were the guys getting back there pretty right. much every single time. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. So. That's a good point. And then, obviously, uh, Henry Toa with the pick six. And Shat, Shat? <laughs> sat Shaw Smith down by himself. Oh, man. It was about to do it again. About to do it again. <laughs> he, got, he, got say, he got lucky that he decided to run past him. Right, yeah. score. He, he yeah. got lucky he saw he the end He was going to slam it, yeah. 
And then Alante Taylor getting out front and blocking. And I, I do want to kind of be talking about, th- um, you know, just talking about who impressed. I'm kind of skipping around here. But DBs as a whole, I thought, played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot, especially in support, run support. And then Alante Taylor was flying around for 60 minutes. He played. Yeah, he, he was all over the field. It seemed like he never got over that BYU mistake last year. And I know some of that maybe was he was on a shorter leash. But to, I think South, Carol- South Carolina game may have gotten him over whatever funk he was in at the beginning of yeah, last year. Yeah, I think year. he's officially out of the doghouse for that performance on, on last night. He's flying around. He had one tackle for a loss, uh, six tackles, yep. five tackles. and He played really well and played really fast, really hard. Uh, and that's another thing. It kind of felt like last year the only guy that did really good job and run support in terms of defensive backs was Nigel Warrior. Now you may have a couple guys that can do it, and Bryce Thompson, Alante Taylor, Danico Slaughter, who had mm-hmm. a sack last yeah. night. Yeah. He, like I said, for, for <coughs> a true freshman who started – I thought he played pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and I thought our defense played well overall. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, other than that first drive, I don't – I mean, j- just in the middle of the field, that was that was tough. Um, but other than that, I feel like we played as good as you could against the SEC opponent. Um, yeah. Now, I, now I South Carolina's not great. I'll give them that. But still, yeah, you got stopped, you got off the field, and you gave your chance for your offense to put the game away, and they just really couldn't do it. Yeah, you thought they were gonna have to stand up one more drive until that, uh, till Jimmy Holiday. Yeah, Jimmy Holiday recovers that fumble uh, at the end that bounced off of a, a South Carolina um, special teams baby. That's how we the, beat them last year. I mean, the, it, where if, the breaks are made. If we don't score those two special teams touchdowns last year, it's a one possession game. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely big and and I you know that would have been tough. We we the offense was able to do their jobs in terms of South Carolina did not have any more timeouts left. So you do got to give them credit for that because in that situation, it's hard to pass the ball. We talked about on that third and what it ended up being 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, third and 15, you you want to get the first down and, and milk the clock, but you got to also keep the ball in play. It's a, it's a tough right. It's a tough call to make there. I think yeah. everyone agrees you run the ball and be you try to make it, try to get the first down, probably don't, whatever, run it down to as far as you can and then punt it. They did that. And, and and then obviously you, you, you get a little lucky, but you also have to recover the fumble and, and Tennessee and Jimmy Holiday did that. I, again, I think I like what Jeremy said in terms of just you grinded out a win. That you truly did. You just grinded out a win. Yeah, it's something you couldn't say a year ago that this team just learned how to win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in those last six games last year, and then this year it wasn't pretty, but you you found a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think Jeremy Pruitt actually says that in a post game speech. It's like you found a way to win. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I assume you said something about my offense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we've got to find a better way to interview coaches in an empty stadium. Uh, Jerry Pruitt couldn't hear you, mm-hmm. and uh, Gus Malzahn. Gus Malzahn. I was like, yeah. who was it? Gus Malzahn couldn't hear you. I mean, come on, give them headphones, <laughs> sanitize them when they're done, or have two headphones—one for each coach—that you give. I don't know. It's ins- it seems insane to me. Yeah, fix it. Things to improve on. ESPN. Get our coaches in headphones. I can't hear you. Okay, well, this is terrible. <laughs> I actually kind of like that better. Let the coach just talk what they want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Um, so things things that need to... Or have a whiteboard, just like with the questions, and let them just go down yep. the line and just answer I love it. I love it. Uh, so things to improve on. ESPN do that. I, I do have... I think we got to find a way to balance the, the pass pass rush and pass defense. You, you, you can't rely on your four or five DBs to be in pass defense and make it, especially if you're not going to continually get... Sacks. I mean, you got pressure, but if you're not going to bring the quarterback down, you can't assume mm-hmm. they're going to make those yeah. plays in coverage. What do you have for any anything to improve on? Um, 
Third down, for sure. One for yes. 11 on third down, and the one was Brandon Johnson's one-handed catch. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's bad. That's bad. And, and a lot of that, that's on your quarterback. It, it's on your quarterback because what are you doing on most third down plays? Right. You're throwing. Most third downs. And I don't know lot, what the count was. a lot was. of those, you know, you had one to Jalen Hyde that was behind him. You overthrew Prince and Fant. Um, you overthrew Ramel Keaton. Um, there was just a lot that – him and Keaton, for whatever – Ramel Keaton should have had well over 100 yards, but J.G. just could not hit him. Yeah. It, it There was a lot where he was wide open. It was funny, too. It didn't look like he was sitting on his back, throwing off his back foot, but you have to assume he was for the ball right. to be sailing like that. But, it, I mean, it, it, which makes me think it could be fixed, I guess, because it didn't look like he was, you know, backing away from throws or – uh, running away from pressure or something when it happens. So it gives me hope that maybe, you know, you weren't able to practice with all your wide receivers. You weren't able to – how much full-speed play did you do this offseason? So that gives me hope that it could be fixed. I don't know if – I'm not saying it will be, but it gives me hope. What's so frustrating is, like, he makes throws like that where it's just, like, sailing over a wide-open receiver's head – and then he makes a throw like he did to Josh Palmer where he just puts it in a freaking bucket. Yeah, like Josh Palmer could have – it would have hit Josh Palmer in the head if he just kept running. Yeah. I mean, it, it was – he couldn't throw it any better. So, right. it's just like some of the throws I'm like, man, that's terrible. I, like, I can make that throw. And some of them I'm like, oh, my God. Even Like, NFL quarterbacks <laughs> don't make that good of a throw. Sometimes. Even the throw to Brandon Johnson, I mean, that's a good ball. Yeah. It wasn't going to be caught by South Carolina. Right, yeah. It's something you got to do. Um yeah, it's, it's so frustrating. I mean, it's just because you feel like you're a – which I'll say this. we What we said going into South Carolina, going into the season, if JG can be a game manager, and that involves no turnovers. I mean, he made over 60% of his throws. I'll give him that credit. And and, and then a touchdown or two. I guess he had two technically. He had a rushing. Mm-hmm. You're going to win games. So if we get that from him, Tennessee is going to win ball games. Now, you're going to lose some. Yeah. If you just have a game manager. Right. That's what I think is the most frustrating part, too, is just you see what he can do, and you're just like, yeah, you did that. You didn't turn the ball over. You made pretty good decisions, but you could have had such a better game. Yeah. If you just play catch with somebody. Right. The easiest part of football. <laughs> Handing the ball's off pretty easy. Yeah. And then is. that, I mean, that flea flicker play, I mean, that was like backyard football. It, it so was. that was fun, but it, it was a good decision. <laughs> like you hit him. He did. A, he. I thought his decision making was much much better last night than what you had seen, and even all of last season, and that includes the six games that you won at the end. He throws better when he's under pressure. It's wild. Yeah, <laughs> like I, he, I feel he, like he likes taking the hits. He yeah. steps into those. He's hard. tough, man. He's tough. <laughs> he is. He's a, he's a capital T tough player. <laughs> um, I've also got for things that need to improve on special teams. Um, uh, I mean, I hate that Smaglia missed that one. He he hit it hard, but just pulled it. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want those from a guy that you assume is going to be one of the best kickers in the nation. Uh, I don't think it was a long field goal. I think it was inside 40 yards, wasn't it? Like 46. Oh, it was, it was 46? Okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And then he hit the 27-yarder. Yeah. So, okay. You got the one you needed. I, I, I take that comment back then. Um, and, and But special teams, punting game's got to improve a little bit. Um, the exchange specifically <laughs> has got to improve. And then uh, I've also got the last one for me that I think really needs to improve. Rely on the run game more, right? Yeah, I think we rush at halftime. We had 10 rushes for 11 yards or 11 rushes for 10 yards, something like that. Um, And then we just, Ty Chandler and Eric Gray just rush. It just seems like we go away from it really fast. 
Yeah, I, th- I think that was part of the the second half. We relied so much on on JG just finding receivers, and it's just like, dude, run the ball. Our, our O line pretty much dominated their yeah defensive front. Right, and I, I guess we can kind of flip over to who impressed, and then that's my next part. I did like the play calling for the most part. Yeah, uh, I thought outside of a couple drives, specifically the drive we go three and out, second to last drive besides victory formation, mm-hmm. we throw three straight downs, have to punt. Those are rundowns. Run the ball. You're running the ball. And you you pass three straight times, and I'm okay with a pass, maybe two in that in that situation. I'm third down, trying to get a first, whatever. But I just feel like you need to run the more. Now I love the way we we used Valus Jones. I loved it. Yeah. Now let's. So we can't. If you watch the game and don't look at the box score, Valus Jones has five catches for 29 yards. Three of those were jet sweeps. Right. That the way they're doing the exchange is tossing Considered it to him, a forward, pass. so it gets counted as a pass. Right. He had probably two receptions. Mm-hmm. Three of those were jet sweeps, not yep. they were rushes, mm-hmm. but to get counted as receptions. So let's let's take a couple yards and a couple completions away from GG for being fair. Mm-hmm. That I mean, but I like the way we use Valus Jones Jr. He's fast, use yep. his speed, get him on the edge. I, I hope that I hope that evolves, and I hope that evolves too to other players and using them in creative ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I rewatched the game. I didn't really notice how well of a game he actually had until I rewatched it. Um, but he, he did great in the run game. He yeah. had a big return. Um, or in the – did I say return? You game? said run well, – I knew you meant return game. Return yeah. game, yeah. He, he had a big return. Um, and then you utilize him with jet sweeps and stuff like that. I, I feel like he could have util, been utilized more. Yeah, um, I, I think so too. I I think we really tried hard to spread the ball around rather yeah. than going with what worked. And they I think they like to do that. They know the talent they have. Mm-hmm. And, again, I can't decide if I like it or not. With, I mean, you look at Todd Chandler and Eric Gray. Todd Chandler's running the ball really well. I mean, I guess you, they both ran the ball well, so it's hard to comment. But they have exactly even carries. That kind of seems like you have that scripted out to have even carry. If you almost have exactly even. Right. Rather than just riding a hot hand. Yeah. And I would like them to maybe utilize both of them in the passing game a little bit more. I mean, Eric Gray just had the one reception. But it went for 31 yards. Yeah. Um. So, I'm... I don't know if a lot of that had to do with him just being out a lot of this um, offseason uh, up until this point, like fall camp. Right. Because um, at one point it was just Todd Chandler was your only scholarship running That's true. Back. That's a good so point. You're right. I, I'm wondering if that might have been part of it. He just hasn't practiced a ton. Um, but I'd like to see him maybe utilize a little, little bit more. But I was very surprised at how – I wasn't surprised. I was pleasantly surprised, <laughs> I guess, by Todd Chandler and how he ran the football. Yeah, I thought um, he ran the ball really well. Just I mean, ran down, downhill hard. You kind of you're like you're. I think everybody's a little shocked when Ty Chandler was named uh, number one back and and not Eric Gray going into the season. Yeah. Maybe some people thought it was more of a uh, how the depth charts listed. Maybe not true. Seems to be true, and he seems to be running the ball really, really well. Not necessarily far better than Eric Gray or Eric Gray any worse, but he, Todd Chandler ran the ball really well. In the um, season. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, Aaron had a good good showing. Um, had two tackles for a loss, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that's right. Or one tackle for a loss. Yeah, yeah he had two tackles, two tackles for a loss. Yeah, yeah. And one of those was a really big down. I think it was a third down. Yeah, he, he looked good. Um, and a true fre- again, true freshman. And a, a lot of true freshmen played. And that's, that's used for recruiting, too. You're like, 
These guys haven't practiced a ton, but they're talented enough where we're going to get them on the field. I think they announced 11 freshmen actually um, saw the field last night. I think there was actually 12. I think Jabari Small actually got in as well on special teams. Okay. Um, so I think there's 12. And then did you remember the no names? Oh, yeah, the no name. <laughs> was one of them Cooper Mays? I feel like it was. N- not according to the roster. Right. But I, I but think... he looked like it. I thought when he ran off and took his helmet off, I don't know if it was uh, Peru or someone talked to him. Mm-hmm. And I thought it looked, I said, I jokingly said, is that Cade Mays? Because it did look a lot like Cooper, but not according to the official roster now. Gotcha. I, th- I think one of them was, um, I don't know. It was 96-93. Whoever they were did a great job blocking. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't, they, one was from Memphis and one was from Hardin Valley. Okay. So, but I don't, I, I can't think of their names. Off They're the top big. <laughs> they were big guys. They put them in for heavy. Yeah. I love the heavy chant. Got yeah. started in the garage last night. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good one. Um, some other things that impressed or maybe encouraged me is a better way to say it. Dude, DeAndre Johnson. We've been talking about guys stepping up. That's a to go and step up and replace Darrell Taylor to to add to a defensive line that desperately needed pass rush. Couldn't ask for more. Oh no, no doubt. So two that, and a half sacks. I mean, who who saw that coming? I, I mean, I think we asked this question maybe a month ago. Who's going to lead Tennessee in sacks? Some people might have put DeAndre Johnson. It wasn't a ton. No. Um, but I don't think anybody would have guessed he was going to have two and a half nope. sacks Nobody's against South that. Carolina. Absolutely not. And, and I have Brandon Johnson written right under him. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I, not that <coughs> I think everybody knew. Everyone's been aware of Brandon Johnson, obviously. But I don't know if anybody stepped, you know, expected him, similar to DeAndre Johnson, to step up and have the game he had last night. I mean, that one-handed catch. It's enough. Yeah. Remember to Marquez Callaway on that catch? Dude, it was nice. Both in South Carolina. <laughs> Just a freaking snag out of the air. Um, and 73 yards. Three catches for 73 yeah. yards. I mean, couldn't ask for anything more than that. And like you said, they kind of just spread the ball around. I'd like – Ramel Keaton had it, – it seemed like he was always open. Right. But JG just couldn't hit him. Only had two receptions for 20 yards. Like, he could have had over 100 yards easily. I'm, I'm curious how many balls officially went over – Water receiver sets last time. They had to be what the count? Four or five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, at least. Yeah, which I know doesn't seem like a lot. Maybe we're maybe we're nitpicking a little too much, but it, it, it came at times where it would have been and, nice to sustain the drive. And during the game, it certainly seemed like a lot. Yeah, certainly seemed like a lot. Uh, I've also got or tight ends. Uh, I was maybe not impressed, but I'm encouraged by their play. Yeah. Um, Preston Font obviously had a catch. Prince, Princeton Font obviously had a catch. Jacob Warren did a, a pretty good job in, in, in terms of blocking. I'm encouraged. Impressed may not be the right word, um, but I, you had no clue what you were going to have. Austin Pope's probably out for the season. Nervous about that that situation there in that position group. I thought they played decent. I'd li- I mean, I'd like to see him play a little better. That may be also play calling, getting them more involved, but I feel like we at least have a chance with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, we mentioned Elante Taylor already. That's one guy I've down. Um, just did a great job of just being all over the field. Mm. Um, some more guys. Kevon Bennett, I feel like, had a half a sack, but was yep. always seemed to be back there wreaking havoc. Uh, I feel, yeah, I felt like whoever was in uh, blitzing on the on the outside did a really – like you mentioned that earlier in the, game, or mm-hmm. in the show. Did a really good job getting pressure. Maybe didn't always make the play, but were involved in it. Yep. Um, and then uh, I had somebody else. I've got running backs too. I mean, they just both played really well. Eric yeah. Gray and Ty Chandler. Those are going to be your two guys all year. Uh, it's going to help JG a lot get comfortable and be good when if they're able to be involved in the pass game. Uh, don't Eric Gray had that 
flea flicker play. And then I think Ty Chandler had one reception as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you'd like to see him get to the get the ball more, but flea flicker play did a good job of getting to your safety valve. Um, don't remember Ty Chandler's catch off the top of my head. Jeremy Banks, he looked good when he was in. He had the two mistakes that were Man. inexcusable. I think someone asked about him and Eric Crouch. It's got to be Eric, Eric uh, Quavarius Crouch. It's got to be Crouch. Well, Jeremy Banks played a lot better now. Right, but it, 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 now you had the two mistakes that were and or unexcusable. They're both yards. personal fouls. They're inexcusable. Yeah, right. You can't do that. Yeah. I was very discouraged by that. Yeah. It was. Especially because then he, then he makes two plays. We're, like because he. If you take those out, he outplays Crouch, 100%. Right, but those play, and what, what's really discouraging about those plays is that Jeremy Pruitt has, he brought him back on the team, obviously, and then just rant and raved about the leader he was. Leaders mm-hmm. don't do that crap. Yeah, I, I think the the one out of bounds, like, you just got to know where you're at. But The one out of bounds is a little unfortunate, but I like I feel like he should have been able to see it. But the, the face mask, it's there's no getting away from no. that. You did it. Like, bad. Yeah. Late, bad. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was not, did not like that. Yeah. Can't do that. Um, I don't have, I, I think our receivers did a good job. Josh Palmer did a good job. You mentioned Brandon Johnson or Mel Keaton. I would have liked to seen maybe the freshman receivers a little bit more. Yeah. Didn't really see them. Especially Jalen Hyde. I, I, I really think he can be a danger <laughs> on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, tell us in the chat who impressed you or who encouraged you, whatever you want to say it. Um, players specifically, position groups, whatever it may be. I mean, you had to be impressed with something. I know, you know, you, I know it's easy to be negative as a ball fan, but somebody, somebody had to impress you. <laughs> yeah, it was good to see uh, Elijah Simmons in there. Oh yeah, Big. you can't miss him either. You know he's in the game. Um, do you you're not get... wondering if, uh, if even if he's a no name, you're you're very sure of who who's in the game then. So, uh, we have some questions. Do you want to go ahead and get these yeah, questions let's, let's so, grab those. since they're about Tennessee? Absolutely. Let's, let's grab those, and we'll go to college um, recap after that. So, Ethan, the Vols guy, says, um, I'm assuming you all will talk about it, but who starts next to Henry T next game? Crouch and Banks both had their ups and downs last night, and neither really took control of the spot. I think because of the personal fouls, it's going to be Crouch. Yeah. I mean, that's something Jeremy Pruitt is not going to be happy about. So, I mm-hmm. think it's – Crouch for that reason. That doesn't mean it's going to be Crouch against uh, Georgia the next week after that. But yeah, he, he might start. They they might punish Banks, but Banks is definitely your your better playmaker there. Yeah. So you might sit him for a quarter or something like that. I, I don't to, necessarily know if he sits a quarter, but I think he's going to be. He's not going to start probably. Right, I think it's going to be clean that crap up. Yeah, because yeah. it's those were big penalties too when they came. Mm-hmm. One were they they weren't both on the same drive were they? I don't think so. I don't think so either. They're both in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and one was on the drive that they they had to kick the field goal, and then Shaw Smith, uh, yeah, Shaw Smith had to come off the field because he was running his mouth and was probably about to get flagged. Yeah, on third down, inside thirty five yards, and they probably would have thrown the ball to you had you been in the game. Oh yeah, 100%. shut your freaking mouth! Like you just got pulled off the field because you have to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Go score a freaking touchdown. That's another like, thing that I, I do want to make sure we improve on is not letting one guy beat us. I yeah. mean, he was their only playmaker. Right. Ten receptions, 140 yards. There's, I think he had most of that in the first half. It's like, dude, let's let's stop that. Let, let's put somebody over the top of him where he's not able to just run free in the open field. Yeah, absolutely. It's so. it's very frustrating that Tennessee's ability to get beat by one guy. Yeah, it's very frustrating. And, and it happened to you last year. 
It's happened to you, I feel like, forever. Well, yeah. <laughs> every, but through I'm every like, coach. This same guy. Right, right. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and then Ethan also asked, also does Spragans get the start at right guard going forward, assuming Cade Mays um, never gets cleared? I'd have to watch the game again, but I feel like he played better than Carvin. I think they're gonna they're gonna rotate guys. If Spragans already is getting um, in the rotation, I feel like he's gonna continue to be in the rotation. Yep. Um, and I, I don't feel like anybody on the line really did a bad job. No, no, I don't think so either. I they moved around like Wanya Morris was on the on the right side mm-hmm. um, a little bit, and Jameer Johnson was on the left side some. It was just weird. They, they just kind of threw everybody. It was like Brandon Kennedy and Trey Smith are going to have their two jobs, but kind of everybody else is interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'd, I'd like to maybe see them pl- find more solid positions, mm-hmm. but it's also due to probably depth. Yeah. So when you're rotating guys in there, it's a, it's a little bit harder to do. Yeah, it's definitely, when you have to rotate guys in there. It's definitely so. a good problem to have. Um, And then Cole says... Why didn't we go for it on fourth and one, throwing the ball three times in a row, but not running and burning clock? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> That's a play calling I'd like to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think when you're dominating the line of scrimmage like you were, fourth and one is a – you go get it. They would have gotten the ball at our 49 – their 49, correct? Yeah, that's that's right. That's so, my ish. That's my punt it. Yeah, that's why I say punt it. I can try to pull up the the exact. But then like I don't I know. But then the the punting wasn't <coughs> like the exchange and stuff wasn't great. So maybe I don't know. I just like you you're averaging four yards a carry. They got I mean, but you did get them in the you got them inside the twenty. Yeah. Okay, so they they would have gotten the ball there forty six. Okay. Had Tennessee gone for it there, right? Yes. And we were up how much at that point? It was the thirty-one twenty-four. Okay. We're okay. Yeah, maybe not. Then maybe, they go down. Then they go down to their thirty-five. But you're probably not in that situation if you don't throw three straight times. Right. Yeah. One of the throws was to that little. It was a run. Yeah. To Velas. Mm-hmm. Velas. But. Yeah. So I don't I mean was it fourth? It, was it fourth and one there? Are we thinking of the same fourth and one? Because I don't think that was a nine-yard pickup. No, I think it was more like six or seven. Yeah, it was, it was fourth and six. It was fourth and six. So what? Maybe he's talking about another fourth and one. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't have a fourth and one in the third quarter. I just know we won. That's the good thing. During the second quarter. I don't see one in the third quarter. I think somebody said, like, Tennessee's not a number 16 team in the country. I mean... Is o- Cincinnati then? <laughs> yeah, I was like, is- Oklahoma got beat... By a terrible Kansas State team. That lost to Arkansas State, and then LSU lost to Mississippi State. Yeah. Don't drive. Let's, let's get into the college. Let's get in. Let's recap some college football while we're... Someone's got me riled up now. I want to make sure we got all those questions. I think we did. Um... Oh, offensive and defensive MVPs. Let's do that. Ooh. We had a lot of guys to kind of say we're impressed by, but let's let's give out some some game balls. Who, who do you give out to uh, your defense and offense? Uh, defense has got to be DeAndre Johnson. Yeah. No. Or, well, you could argue Henry Toto, too. Yeah. Pick six. You could argue that. But. Yeah, because, I mean, that was 
That was that's the play of the game. Yeah, 100%. I think if you're a Tennessee fan or someone who watch, follows football, you know, like we do or like you do, probably listen to the show. Um, it, you knew how for DeAndre Johnson, you knew how important it was to find someone that was a key pass rusher. Right. So I think that's kind of why he solidifies himself for me as a defensive MVP. Yeah, because that was a question mark. Is like who's going to start opposite of Kevon Bennett and it's there's no doubt now. Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I'd go with him. Offense, that's where things would probably get a little different. I, I go. I think I go Paxton Brooks here. He was one for one. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know why you, why you can't. Friend of, friend of the pod. I don't know why pod, you yeah. – I don't know how you stay away from a guy that throws that well. Yeah. Uh, seriously, probably Josh Palmer. Six receptions, 85 yards, and that, that touchdown where he just burns. Great throw, for sure. But he also burned a corner. I'm going to go Brandon Johnson. Um, that's fair, yeah. The, the lone third-down conversion was his one-headed catch. And it was and, a big third-down conversion. And we went down and scored after that. Yep. So, I'm going to go Brandon Johnson. I think you could also go with Ty Chandler, too. He had, yep. he had a great game. Um, I want to see him get in the end zone. I want to see a 1,000-yard rusher and yeah. a 1,000-yard receiver. We're spreading the ball around. I like much. it, but I, I like stats, too. Find the, find the talent. Let's find I, I want talent. those fantasy points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's get into college football. College football. football, yeah. College football recap. Um, yeah, Tennessee's not ranked 16. Well, good news, they're not ranked 16 anymore. Um, I mean, especially, but let's look at who's ahead of them. Oklahoma State, who barely slipped one out against Tulsa. Yeah. Cincinnati, North Carolina, UCF maybe. <laughs> Texas, who played a basketball game against Tech on Saturday. Welcome back, Big 12. First to 100. Good God. Didn't I see? I saw. A- and. Notre Dame's number five. We know Notre Dame's going to fall apart at some point. Yeah. So. That's true. Notre Dame's just really good on the front. They're like John Daly. I think John Daly said if golf was at 14 holes, he'd have seven majors or something. I don't know. But that's Notre Dame. If the college football season was eight games long, they'd have more national championships than Alabama claims to have. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it, yeah, that. Yeah, there, there's a lot of teams. Sh- just like, sure, Tennessee is not 16. I think somebody whatever. picked like Memphis ahead of us. I'm like, okay. I think they're ranked 22nd right we now. We played 25th, one 24th. game, and we beat an SEC opponent on the road. Right. And Memphis is, okay, yeah. Sure. I looked at Cincinnati's schedule. I mean, they don't play Power 5 because of how it works out. They may be 10-0, and 8-0, whatever, however many games they play at the end of the season. They do play UCF and Memphis, so. Is what UCF? They did They did beat Army, who was ranked. Right. But, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, don't, don't, don't look too much into I'll, it. I'll say that with the college football playoffs, it always works out. And if you're – Tennessee, your SEC team, you're all you're gonna have to go through people you'd have to go through to make it to the college football playoff right. anyway. So it's gonna work yourself out. If you take care of business, win ten games, you'll find yourself in the college football playoff. Right. Right. Um, you ready to recap some games? Start with the SEC. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Uh, Start off with the SEC number two, Bama, making it easy, 38-19 against Missouri at Missouri. You mentioned it. I didn't know this because I'm a just looked at the box score. Didn't look at the uh, play-by-play or anything. I guess I didn't look at the full box score. Uh, but 13, is that what you said? 13 of the points were scored in the? Yep, in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. So, we'll talk about Missouri on, on Wednesday, but maybe not too much to worry it about. It was 35-6 to six going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, well in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, number four, Georgia. They, they also rushed. Missouri rushed for 69 yards. Nice. Nice, but terrible. <laughs> yes. Number four, Georgia 37, Arkansas 10. What an ugly first half. 
Oh. I mean, just a terrible first half. It was bad to watch. So, who's their starting quarterback? Is it going to be Stetson? Georgia? No one knows. Georgia doesn't even know. Bennett? Georgia has no clue. Because JT Daniels isn't – he's not cleared yet. So, I don't know for sure. Me and you talked about this yesterday, and I just told you yes. I just assume that because he didn't play and is not playing right now. Yeah. So, somebody told me, like, they're putting JT Barrett in, and I was like – or J- J- JT, JT Daniels. Daniels. God, we terrible things. Um, <laughs> they're like, yeah, JT Daniels going in. I'm like, I don't think he's cleared. I don't think he was dressed yesterday. I don't remember seeing him. So they put Dewan Mathis in. Yeah, I don't know who that is. It's it's going to be an interesting ride for Georgia. I mean, they did score thirty seven points, so that's good for them. But you did play one of the worst teams in the SEC. You did, if not the worst. So, yikes. Uh, also, um, Sam Pittman is a unit. Oh yeah, yes sir. <laughs> yeah, he's large and in charge. Yes. Uh, next up, number five, Florida 51 over Ole Miss 35. That was actually a fun game to watch. A lot of offense. First to, first to the first 100 in that game. Dude, Kyle Trask is, is good. You remember, like, that was his first start against Tennessee. You were like, oh, we're going to kill him. He's yeah. Not, he gave me a start in high school or whatever. Right. Florida Florida's not bad. Their defense, thankfully, doesn't look incredible right now so that's a plus but we also won't see them till december when they probably have it all figured out yeah that's true they they gave up 600 yards to Ole Miss. yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like, their defense didn't that's good a lot now lane kiffin was very creative he got the ball around but it was not a very impressive game from the florida defense so that's yeah. good almost is gonna be scary yeah they're gonna make games interesting and that'll that kind of leads me into my next one with uh, Mississippi State 44 over number six LSU 34. I, I've been saying it. The fun thing about Mike Leach, he's not gonna win in anything significant. But what's he what is he gonna do? He's gonna beat a Bama, an Auburn, an AM, or an LSU once a year. It's true. He's yeah. gonna make it interesting in the West. And I what I don't understand is like if you watch any game, any opposing team against Mike Leach, if they beat him. They don't boat race. They don't try to boat race them. Right. And it, what it's like playing, we talked about this today, it's like it's like playing a, an Air Force or a Navy. You don't see those offenses all the time. They're hard to defend. It's it's an, it's different than what you normally do. And it's not just different where you're adding in a couple different packages to try to counter what they do. It is vastly different than what yeah. you do. And LSU, like, they're, they're not the same team. Yeah. And, and – if you thought they were actually going to be in the college football playoff again, you're crazy. They had 20 people freaking get drafted. Right. They had returned five. Drafted, adults. not yeah. leave. Yeah. They didn't graduate 20 players. They lost 20 players that were good enough to be drafted. A total of five players. <laughs> so even backups were getting right drafted. That's how good that team was last year. Their yeah, five, you... five returning starters, um, four actually played last uh, yesterday against Mississippi State. Derek Stingley didn't play. Um, Jamar Chase isn't playing. Right. That <clears throat> Shelvin guy, the defensive lineman, he's not playing. He's opted out. So the, it's just an entirely different team. So they're like, yeah, it's defending national championships. But none of these guys were actually on the field. Not the same. Last year. It's not the same. If you thought the transformation from 18 to 19 for LSU, wait till you see the 19 to 20 transformation. Yeah. And it's off to a hot start. <laughs> I mean, my, it's going to be a And, and they, they did exactly what. Mississippi State wanted them to do. They tried to boat race them. Miles Brennan threw for 46 yards, or 46, he threw 46 times. Yeah. Casella threw 60 times. 
that offense is not as dynamic as it is or as it was last year, they're going to have to change up a little bit how they do it. Yeah, and once people get, like, know how they utilize the personnel at Mississippi State, it, it's going to be a lot different. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because uh, a lot of people were just like, yeah, I wanted Mike Leach. Dude, why, no. Why the hell would you want Mike Leach? No. no. I would they... almost rather have Gundy than Mike Leach. I would take Mike Leach. <laughs> Freaking Mississippi State gets Arkansas and Kentucky the next two weeks. Okay, Mike Leach may make a statement. He goes Arkansas, Kentucky, and then A&M. Yeah. Who looked terrible they in a Vanderbilt game. 12-17, to 17, they beat Vandy. They were ranked 10th. I think they moved back to like 15th. After yesterday, I mean, Vandy. If we're talking about Arkansas being the, one of the worst teams in the SEC, Vanderbilt might be the worst team in the SEC. Yeah, so that's not a good start for for A and M. Who I think they said I think this year when Jimbo got hired, I think they kept saying this year was going to be the year in terms of how everything fit. This would be the year that A and M should be good. Kellen Mond um, was going to be a first team All SEC. Yeah. Don't think it's going to be this year His anymore. His QB rating was a 32.2. He threw I mean, 189 yards on Vanderbilt. How do you throw 189 yards on Vanderbilt? A win is a win if we're talking, you know, the same view from Tennessee to A&M. But 12 to, 12 to 17 is, That's I mean, bad. you weren't able to score hardly any points. That's not a not a good way to start That's there. terrible. No. Was that me? And last score for this weekend, number 23, Kentucky, 13, number 8, Auburn, 29. That was a very – it just wasn't a – I mean, Auburn Auburn looks pretty good. Yeah. They look pretty good. Uh, but it just – it was one of those – it was – I think it was – Terry Wilson does not look good. No. Which we knew he wasn't good. They were surprised. They were like, Terry Wilson's off this game. Is he off every game? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks like a normal game to me. Yeah. Stupid, dude. It's like the announcers at Tennessee. I don't even know what their names were. Did you know that uh, Colin Hill tore his ACL three times? Yeah. You sure? Well, I thought they it, kept I, telling us. I thought, oh. Okay. They told us 85 times. Gotcha. Yeah. They, yeah. He, they're like, oh, yeah, he can move for, they, like, he has surgery. They must get one fun fact, and that's it. Nothing else. Don't do any research whatsoever. One fun fact. They do one, they do research. One fun fact, and that's it. He's from Colorado State. He has long hair and three ACLs. That's all you I don't even know if they mentioned his hair. <laughs> he looks like a freaking Bachelor in Paradise contestant. He did. He, did. <laughs> he looked like a what's that movie that was like the knockoff of Troy? That's what he looked like. He was from. He looked like he was cast as the Brad Pitt in that movie. The oh, I'm I'm thinking of We Are Spartans. Not no, that was a good movie. Draw <laughs> Butler, I think. Right? Yeah. Or no, We Are Spartans is the is knockoff, knockoff of three hundred. Of 300. Yeah. Yes. 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 Same. Same idea. Okay. No, it, We Are Spartans. I think was meant to be a comedy, right? Yeah. It's this one is not meant to be a comedy. It is like a indie film. Based like after Troy, couldn't afford anybody. Got some dude that looked like yeah, it was bad, mm. bad. Uh, other college games that were interesting that were outside the SEC. Like I said, Kansas State, uh, thirty-eight. Oklahoma, third-ranked Oklahoma, thirty-five. Oklahoma looked bad in the fourth quarter. Kansas State lined up. They ran a formation that was illegal. Twice. They did it twice. They lined up in that formation and ran a play that would have never worked out because it was illegal. These guys coach college football. Yep. And, and they lost to Arkansas State the week before. Right. So if they had backed off that tight end that kept being called for illegal man downfield, if they had backed him off to run him in a in a route, they wouldn't have had enough men on the line of scrimmage. 
So it's like they were going to be illegal one way or another. It was bad. It was an ugly game at the end. Um, also, we mentioned the shootout, little basketball game going on. Texas 63, Texas Tech 56. Did Texas move up in the rankings because of that? I'm sure. They're back, baby. College football contender. Tennessee's not number 16. Playoff contender. Whatever. Uh, dude, what about Miami? What's going on in Miami? Number 12, Miami 52. I know they're not, I know FSU's not good. FSU 10, but still. Miami looks pretty good this year. Credit where credit's due, I think. Yeah, that was... I mean, D.R. King's good. Fair, yeah. And he's like... He's going to run. He's going to throw. Like, he's got... And they finally have... They recruited good enough to, like, be... To have some players around him. Right. But, I mean, they're still going to get destroyed by... Clemson. Just, yeah, probably. I mean, their defense is going to struggle against Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. They'll put up points, though. And, and their defensive line defense isn't going to just let De'Ara King run. Fair. Everywhere. But but Clemson's defense is down, so I think it could be a good game. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be a good game. Uh, I've also got UCF. They, they looked Sorry. rough in the first week. Miami did? Yeah. They It was 31-14 against UAB. They looked. Yes, they did struggle week one. They were on upset alert until, I think, the fourth quarter. So, I mean, kind of going back to Tennessee a little bit, we didn't like – we thought it'd be, like, sloppy. And it was to s- some extent. But I was also kind of like – It was encouraging, I thought. Yeah, it, I thought we tackled better than I, I thought we were going to. We played we played faster than outside of, what, probably the first two drives. We played really fast on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. which is good in week one. Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't – you didn't have guys – you didn't get a bunch of illegal formations, not a lot of offsides and false starts. We had some, but it, it wasn't out of the norm. Right. Right. So, uh, I've also got UCF, number 13 UCF. They are scoring points. 51 over ECU, 28. Uh, Cincinnati, like you said, beat Army, 24-10, 16. I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, Pitt, number 21 Pitt. Did you see their helmet yesterday? It was awesome. Freaking sweet. 23, uh, Louisville 20. And then Louisiana Lafayette sneaking up in the rankings and almost got beat by Georgia Southern. Took a last second field goal to win 2018. So they're going to drop eventually, I think. They're going to drop one. Sucks for them. They, they look like they're a pretty good squad. BYU look – they look good too. They're putting up points. They are scoring a ton of points. Is that Johnny Manziel 2.0? Is that what they called him? Yeah. he's a, He went 23 for 28 with 392 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, I finally got the uh, um, YouTube chat working. Uh, Tennessee actually dropped in the rankings. They did. I know it was very. It's, I don't get it. I think they did add Big Ten teams back in though. Impact when twelve. It, and Pac twelve. I was gonna say they, I didn't know if they had Pac twelve yet. So they or not. So uh, it's Mississippi State moved ahead of us, which whatever. Um, LSU still ahead. Yeah, the, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Oregon. I think there's another, like, Big Ten team that was ahead of us. It wasn't Michigan. No. Penn State. Yeah. I think that the, those are the five that moved ahead of us. Whatever. It's week two. I don't care. You're right. Don't care. It'll work itself out. Right. Um, David Newcomb said he was disappointed in our analysis of, of uh, South Carolina. Yeah, I mean... Fair, I guess, but they only had 89 yards rushing. We said their offense wasn't going to be good. 89 yards rushing, and they had, I mean, Colin Hill had 290 yards, but 140 of those went to Shaw Smith. Yeah, I mean. Well, that, the inability to stop one guy. 
And then we were right about their defense. They were decent. Yeah, they're they would have ba- they would it would have looked a lot worse if JG could have hit. And we said our O line would dominate and they did. Um I don't care. I mean I'm used to being wrong. I mean our defensive line was a lot better than theirs. Yes. I mean what do we have um nine um uh, tackles for loss, five sacks, four sacks? Four, I think. I think they had two. They had three, I think. I believe. Okay. Yeah, so they had two. They had two. They weren't good. We should have beat them by a lot more. We, you, I think if you, I mean, if you handle Shaw Smith, you do beat them by a lot more. Yeah. You, you, sh- you should at least. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So they had two sacks, five tackles for loss. We had four sacks. Yeah. 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 And then the 290 yards is a little inflated because of their ability to find their only good wide receiver. Yep. It was very sad. Very sad. And one of them went for 42 yards. Xavier Leggett. Yeah. Catch over the middle. Yeah, and then a lot. I mean, it, it it hurt having Jalen McCall out for most of the game, and they couldn't run the ball, so they were just gonna throw it. Right. Whatever, though. It's you know, I don't care. I just win. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily think we were wrong about South Carolina. They weren't good. They were not good. And That's we got the true. we got the score right, thirty one points. I, I did well. I think I moved mine down to thirty. I mean, oh, okay. Thursday I said thirty one. I said thirty twenty. I think. Yeah. Um. It's Cole World said, why was Slaughter on Shaw Smith most of the game? Ridiculous if you ask me. Where they line up is my best answer. Yeah, he played in the slot, and yeah. he, he's the the nickel. Yeah, you may need to adjust that a little bit better, but you also could have done a better job. Not necessarily – I mean, Danico could have been over him, but get safety help better. Yeah, and, and at one get point I help. think he was playing man, and he just wasn't lined – he was lined up like head up, and so the slant was just there. Like it was, they were gonna throw it. Leverage, people, leverage. Yeah, I mean that. And that's he's a true freshman playing his first college game. Like nothing, it's not gonna be perfect. Yeah. And with their best offensive player, like you can't. Right. You can't get on him too much. He he played it. He had a decent game. Yeah, there was times where he got picked on, but that's gonna happen. Right. David said he's just busting us up. Uh, who knew? But I mean, first game jitters. You're absolutely right. It was first game jitters. Yeah. I agree. I think I think we'll be all right. I mean, there was just so much unknown going into this game anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you knew, like you mentioned this, with kind of with every team too, you knew it was going to be a little sloppy. Um, just kind of who could manage and I guess kind of who could make, who could have the most playmakers. When you talk about that flea flicker that ends up going for, should have been a touchdown, it does result in touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just kind of ends up who has more playmakers on the field. Yep. And that worked out in Tennessee's And favor. who knows how to win. And who knows how to win? Tennessee knows how to win? It looks like they do. Okay, all right, I'm in. Jerry, look, 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 I'm a fan of Jeremy Pruitt. Um, I like Jeremy Pruitt. I think he's doing a good job. I think he's going to continue to do a good job. I like Phil Former. I think he's going to continue to do a good job as athletic director. Jeremy Pruitt's 14 and 12 as head coach at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's – a lot of people – and, again, I'm not mad. We haven't gotten a chance to talk about the extension and race. We haven't. Let's do that real quick. Okay. I don't want to stay on long because yeah. he won. He won week one. I but thought it would have. You had to win. <laughs> I, I, I thought you couldn't spell Tennessee without gave your coach an extension and a raise two days before the opener. But right. we did. We did good. Um, I just don't get the timing of it now. If the reports are true that they were trying to do it earlier in the year and then now just got it done because of COVID. restructuring stuff, fair. He's not got the. But here's another thing: his contract wasn't like up at the end of this year or even next year. Mm-hmm. It was up in 2023. Right. It, you weren't shouldn't have been in a rush, anyways. The raise, he's not taking. He's four hundred thousand dollars. He's not even taking it until next year. So again, it's like, what's the point of the contract? 
Just to, yeah. And a lot of people are like, you got to understand the the look of it in college football to say this is your guy and you're sticking with it. So could if if there is that much trust, could Philip Fulmer not just walk into his office and go, hey, you're our guy? <laughs> I think a lot of it's for recruiting. I mean, fair, but it's like 2023 because because it wasn't like a big, it wasn't like a huge. No, 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 it wasn't. So it it was a minimum rate, minimal raise, and if like if he turns out to be the guy. Oh, like, it's nothing. I mean, he's still... Then, then like, you, you got a good deal. Right. He's still middle of the pack in terms of SEC contracts. Right. And a lot of people are like, I mean, you got to start paying him what he's worth compared... And I'm like, first off, let's pump the brakes on the coach's salaries. It's getting a little absurd. Mm-hmm. Second off, which I'm not... I know a lot of people are like, oh, I disagree. You got to go pay the guy. But it's... At what point, you're going to start paying players soon, right? Is what it's looking like? Yeah. So, you're going to have to start restructuring those contracts anyway. So, it's not going to matter in five years. But that's not my point. You, you're, if he's your guy, and if he believes in Tennessee, I hope he hates Alabama now. He seems to. I don't. I doubt that he's from Alabama. It's going to take a lot to turn a guy like that. He's not going to leave it an extra million dollars or whatever, whatever they would pay him. And maybe they would pay him a crap ton if it came down to it. I don't know. Nick Saban's not going anytime soon, though, so I'm not worried about that either. People are like, you know, you got to pay him to keep him away from Alabama. Alabama's not going to come knocking anytime soon. Yeah, and they'd be knocking on Dabo Sweeney before. They're not. They're calling Dabo before Jerry Pruitt. They're calling a lot of coaches before Jerry Pruitt. They'll probably call Kirby Smart. They'll call Dan Mullen before they call Jeremy Pruitt right now. Yeah, probably. So, let's just pump the brakes before. I don't know. You're right. Recruiting does help, but it was also through 2023. Everybody you're recruiting right now, that contract's not going to scare them off Mm -hmm. currently. Now, again, at the end of this year, I think at the end of this year would be a great time to evaluate what you do. Uh, I also haven't seen how high the buyout goes up. That's my big... I don't uh, think there was anything okay. different to the buyout. Buyouts are effing stupid anyways. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing on planet Earth. But uh, you you assume that goes up. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. So that's a good point. But yeah, it, it was a... It was an interesting timing. Because like it, it seemed like it was right before your first game. You're like, we don't even know what we're going to look like. Right. <laughs> so like, what if we go out there and get blown out by a terrible South Carolina team? Then what happens? It was very strange too. the people that were like shipping it. That were like all for it. Very strange to see some of the people that were all for yeah. it, and some of the people that were against it. And uh, again, like you have to trust what Phil yeah. Former's doing, and everything that Jeremy Pruitt has done, he's done it the right way. Right. Like, that, there, there's not really anything. The Georgia State is was a bad loss. Vanderbilt. Forgive, never forget. Yeah, the Vanderbilt was a, a bad loss. You also beat. You also won a bowl game. So like, if you don't look at that Georgia State as it was a Georgia State loss. And you made it. You won a bowl game. No one says anything. Yeah, I agree. And, and you talk about trusting Philip Former. I trust Philip Former. I still do. I'm, I can still question people's decisions that I trust. Now, oh yeah, I have no say in it, so it's not like he's going to hear me say what the heck and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that and second guess himself. He does not care what I say. Now, Jeremy Pruitt, on the other hand, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it's uh, no, it's, I still trust Philip Former. But don't don't get burned. AD. That that no. I, I guess that's what. That's what our, like... Yeah, we've been abused in relationships in the past. Yeah, okay? so we're that, scared. That's, yeah, that's what the the issue is. Not not anything against Jeremy Pruitt. It's like we've been burnt going down this road before. Yeah. Uh, Cody Branch said, we are 1-0 and LSU is 0-1. Why are they ahead of us in the rankings? It seems like the people who do the rankings are football ignorant. I agree. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it doesn't make that sense. That would be a big jump, though, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It's we We... Week two rankings are just as pointless, you, in my opinion, you, as week one rankings. If you're two and zero and LSU is one and one, we probably jumped them next week. Right. So, 
Yeah. We, but these early rankings are almost as manless as preseason rankings. Just oh, yeah, about. 100%. So. You keep winning, you're going to go up. Yep. Uh, Major Brody asked, you guys think Harrison Bailey will get any playing time this year? At this rate, I will be surprised. But someone pointed out, someone made a point last night on Twitter, I guess, maybe here talking. Jeremy Pruitt played four quarterbacks this year. He'll freaking do it if he if he feels mm-hmm. like he needs to find somebody else. So, yeah, I think last night with you know JG had some issues, but he overcame them and he he probably could have put the game away earlier, but he did put the game away at some point. Sure, I don't uh, know if he did. <laughs> well, I mean that he did kneel the ball. Well, that bombed the Palmer. You're right. Yeah, it was a good throw, and so, it was a good it was, it, it was needed in that situation. You're right. right. So You're right. I, I don't I don't see if JG's healthy and the wheels are still on the Oh, he's never gonna pull him for no a close win or anything. No. Like that like the change would not take place this week, no. for example. No. Now, first half of Missouri looks bad. I'm not saying it's Harrison Bailey, but he may go to number two. I think yeah. it's possible. Which is probably J T Shroud. Probably J T right. Shroud. Do you like his little video last night? As he went behind, I think it was. Oh yeah. Also, man, shout out to Brian Mauer, still bringing the energy. JG's touchdown. He was the first person to greet him on the sideline. I like it, dude. I love Brian Mauer, dude. I love that guy. Um, I think there's I'm not a saying of, I'm not saying he should start a quarterback or anything, but love his energy that he brings to the team. Yeah, there's a lot of those. There's more on that on this team now than we ever had with Butch Jones, and I think probably. I don't I'm think sure. it had to do with the players that were there. I think it was just the culture, probably. There's a lot of that, yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. Um. Anything else for college football or Tennessee football? I don't so, have any question. Any more questions? I'm excited for this week. I'm very excited for this week. Home I, game. I, I was I was nervous, but like, we got our feet wet. We see what we have, mm-hmm. and I think it's something to build on. Right. You want to know that was like if you go down if you're 0 one, heading into this season, when you like desperately need wins, that's because that's one where you desperately needed to win. Absolutely, and like I said at the beginning of the show, if you go on one, you can't go ten and zero. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you could go zero and ten though if you go on one. Ooh. South Carolina could go zero and ten right now. You know you who can't? Tennessee Gosh. and Mississippi State. <laughs> if they go zero and ten, they have to pay whatever that thirteen million dollar buyout and give them much chance. If they don't, I'll start a GoFundMe. I won't give you any money. I'll start a GoFundMe for you. <laughs> I'll tell. I will beg Jeremy Pruitt to bring most champ on the staff to get him away from there because I feel bad for you because that's incompetence at its finest. It is incompetence. And for like South Carolina and like for them to be a like in the South and being a a state that has great football teams like good high school talent. It's it's weird. Like I understand Clemson's in there. They'd probably take all the. It, it, it would definitely be tough to recruit against Clemson. Yeah, but I mean. I was I mentioned it to you last night. I was like looking at their roster, like it's North Carolina and South Carolina kids. There's hardly anybody else. Yeah, yeah I mean um, you gotta you gotta be. I mean obviously you need to be able to close up the borders, but you gotta go recruit across. You gotta to be competitive in the SEC. You gotta recruit. But Tennessee, country. it's it's not like it's you can't be a successful team and just recruit your state. Yeah, in in Tennessee, you can't do that. In I mean, South they're, Carolina, they're just not. Yeah, there's just not the talent I, level that there is in Georgia, Florida. But I mean, even like even those. I mean, go look at Georgia and Florida's teams. Who yeah, but, and they don't they don't even do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And it, it, Texas. Yeah, it's very important. Yep, very important. Um, ready to go to high school football? Yeah, let's go. Got some good highlights for you here. 
We will start first off at – I'll let you get that pulled up here. We'll start first at Carnes High School on Thursday night. Um, listen here. Anytime you score six touchdowns, looking at you, Deshaun Bishop, you're getting in my highlight reel, period. Dude, he's a six monster. touchdowns. They win 41-39 over Campbell County. Is Mr. Do-It-All. Is he a junior or sophomore? Not sure, but I do know they uh, – this is what I like about what – Carnes does with Deshaun Bishop. He lines up at quarterback. He lines up at running back. And I've got a feeling they're going to start lining him up at wide receiver more often. He's Get him an athlete. <laughs> an athlete. I like it. This one, he gives a little high five to his blo- his lead blocker there. And uh, they walk it in for a touchdown. Man, most of these touchdowns, he gets out in front. And it's a walk-in. And mm, making defenders look sloppy. Which the game was sloppy that Thursday night. On grass. Campbell County doesn't have the uh, luxury of the... Um, the pilot family <laughs> gift in turf field. So uh, everything was a little bit sloppy there on Thursday night, but Deshaun Bishop had no problem even on the grass. Dude, this kid's just good. Like I said, hey, if you score, if you want to get on this highlight reel, if you want to be shown on it, go score six touchdowns. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like he was there getting to the one and just handing it to nope. him where he could get – like he was doing it from – He had a 70-yard touchdown. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then the next one we've got uh, Cade Latham out of West. Walks it into a touchdown, and then he makes two defenders – I think they call this the spin cycle. I mean, it's nasty. 55 to nothing over Hardin Valley, and West is going to be tough to beat in 5A. It's going to be a good one for them and Powell. They play this year, regular season, right? Not sure? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to head over to Grace Christian. You told me about this guy, and then I ran across him. Cooper Riggs to Pierce Browning for a bomb of a touchdown. The throw is impressive. The catch gets two feet in. I mean, incredible. It's not bad defense. I mean, he is on him. We're not going to call it great, but it's not bad. Two feet in bounds. I think they say no doubter for Pierce Browning. It's a good touchdown. You're getting in it. Next one, we're heading up to Morristown. Um, If you don't know about Cole Henson yet, you need to find out about him because the dude's flat out good. Finds Micah Simpson here for a big touchdown in the city championship to beat Morristown West 35-28. to Rolling away from, rolling to the left. Turns, gets his shoulders downfield, and throws. And that is a bomb for sure. And uh, finish that game with 486 yards and five touchdowns. Dude, he is – Cole Henson's good. And I think mm. he's better at basketball than he is football. See the quarterback? Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was a freaking bomb. Dude, to get your shoulder – for a high school – for any quarterback to get your sh- – rolling, rolling out to your left. Get your shoulders turned downfield and then release it like that. Yeah. You got a pretty solid arm. I think they call that a big arm. Dude, he's good. I, I've again, heard a lot about Again, you want to get on Morristown. my – Five touchdowns. You want to get on the highlight, throw for five touchdowns. Throw that bomb of a touchdown. You'll get on it. I promise. You'll be on it. Dude, it, there's good high school football in this area. Makes it fun. Did you know Ravenwood played IMG this week? No. What was that final? I guess since I didn't hear about it, not great. Um, It was – I had it. Oh. Oh. My computer just shut down. Oh, oh that's no. cool. We've had some computer issues today. Um, I think it was like 45 to 14, something like that. Mm. So, not yeah. great. I'm going to assume IMG won that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they go down there or did IMG come up here? I think they went down there. Gotcha. Um, it's crazy you didn't hear about that more. But IMG is the number one team in the country. Yeah, I know. They've so. got like 59 players committed to D- Yeah, <laughs> I'm not knocking Ravenwood. Right. In the no. sense that you probably think I am. Mm. I would not expect any high school team to go down there and beat IMG. But I think it was like 
Hey, props to Ravenwood for going to play him. It was like 17-3 at halftime. Like, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Props to Ravenwood for – there are not a lot of high school from administration to down to the players that would want to go play IMG. So, yeah. props to everyone for kind of stepping up to that and doing it. Not a lot of people would. I think they and also, I don't blame them either. I don't blame they them. They also played – um, I think this is the second year in a row they've also played Pulaski Academy, which is the best school in Arkansas. Okay. Um, is that the one that does the – no, it's not. The, they do the overtime show. It, it's the one that the dude yeah, never yeah. punts. That or, is the that is always the one that, goes for okay. two. Yeah. 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 It's great. That dude's insane. Have you read <laughs> his book? No. Pretty interesting. Really? Yeah. I know he's good friends with Belichick, which that's kind of surprising. Very surprising. I wonder how many trick plays because he has a load of trick plays because that's pretty that's a lot of what they run on those like mm-hmm. the big fourth the big fourth down ones yeah so hey but I'm loving the I'm loving the coaches that go all onside kick which is what he does every time mm-hmm. I'm loving that and last year they had a grill do it they had a grill oh, soccer they? player do it nice yeah. no, no boy soccer players at Pulaski I, yeah, none I, that none that could onside kick at that well I, yeah, I guess not <laughs> what about um oh whose onside kick was it yesterday. Fantastic! The punter beat it there and was like right at a, like ten and a half yards. Oh wow! What game was it? Oh, was it Texas Tech? Was it Texas Tech? I think it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember. It was a that. phenomenal offside skip, or onside skip. Hmm. Phenomenal. Imagine having recovering two onside kicks in a game and not winning. That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck bad. Um, it couldn't be the balls. They just need one. That's all, yeah, that's all we needed. <laughs> Air Gray. Right. Uh, you have any more questions? I don't. That's all I got. Um, David Schneck says, hey, guys, I'm on a face mask last night. Who do I email to get that? Um, email Billy Ratliff at volunteerroadshow.com or Bobby C at volunteerroadshow.com. They will get that to you. Perfect. Uh, Jaquel Holman said Ravenwood played at home against IMG. Okay. That's yeah. surprising. That. I think IMG is willing to, like, they travel to Catholic. I think they are okay. willing to travel. Okay. To play people because they can't find games in Florida because teams don't play them. It's probably true, yeah. No, like there, like there are a lot of teams that will not play IMG. Similar to how there's some teams around here I that wouldn't play IMG. can't pick up games. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame them. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you needed a game, that would be the. Like it doesn't count, so we can get a Marvel IMG because they're always looking for games. Marvel, Marvel never play. No, IMG. they wouldn't. I don't blame again. I don't blame them. I don't. It, it would it would be cool, it would be cool to see Maryville play like a, um, I don't even know like a national schedule, not a national right. schedule, but maybe a regional schedule. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure, because they're always in the top of those rankings. Mm-hmm. So it would be, it would be a interesting, for sure. I'd like to see how Coa do it too. You don't have to play like like no. You can play schools similar to your size, mm-hmm. and it'd be somewhat even. I mean. I guess those schools might be able to recruit, but, I mean, aren't you able to as well? <laughs> yeah. uh, high school football, it's awesome. Yeah. And it, There's it, no recruiting. That's a little sarcasm because it is awesome, but it's also it's also a lot. You know, parents get divorced to move their kids to better schools so they <laughs> yeah. can play immediately. Um, kids fake injuries so they can get out. It, it's They go it's buy fun. like a uh, a one-bedroom apartment. Yep. Exactly. A condo or something to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Kids move across the country to play for powerhouses and then 
move again to play for another powerhouse. It's, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, what about teams that, like, a lot of teams move? I heard of one kid move because his team in California wasn't playing, so he moved to Georgia. Yeah. His like, par- all- so his parents had to file for divorce to get him eligible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, that happens in Knoxville, but it's it's happened there, too. How often, like, how long do they have to be divorced for? I, I think just while he's playing, so senior year. And then they'll get, we'll they, they said the they'd get remarried. And push it back, push it back, push it back. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, you ready for most important of the week? Yeah, let's go. Most important of the week. What do you got? What you got for me? I got Phillip Rivers on his 400th career touchdown. Nice. So, I love the first comment. It's like, and 400 career picks. <laughs> <laughs> he got there somehow, so. Is that, like, how many picks does he have? Not 400. No, I'm an idiot. There's no way. No way. Hmm. Who's my most important at? That's a fail. We had no question. Do we have any? Yeah, we did have a question about Cade Mays. I was like, we didn't get any questions about Cade Mays. How amazing is that? We did get one. Yeah. Um, Special day for Gardner-Webb football. As running back DJ Hancock was surprised at the conclusion of practice with a full ride scholarship. Did you see the video by chance? Huh. I'll have to show it to you later. Uh, I don't have time to get it pulled up on here, guys. Apologize. Um, it's an awesome. He's video. done two hundred and one interceptions. <laughs> okay. I knew it could be four hundred. Uh, so a lot. So the whoever Gardner's web coach is, I mean, he spoke very highly to the entire team of DJ Hancock. Even went as far as say as if he has kids, he's hope he hopes they're half the men. This guy. I mean, I, it's a, first off the he was. So he, I think he was. I think he's might be a senior. And he's a walk-on, obviously, and got a word of scholarship. Dude, I love those videos. They're my favorite. I'm trying to see if I have any more. I mean, I'm ready to go to fail. I got two. I got got another question. Jimbo Kennedy says, are Shrout, Maurer, and Bailey not good enough to beat out JG? If they're not, what is their issue? Um, (laughs) I I just think they're comfortable with JG. I think it's... What hurt Harrison Bailey, I don't know, like, what hurt Harrison Bailey is this whole COVID thing. Yep. He was out due to contact tracing, um, didn't get a spring practice, so that that just kind of hurt his chances. I don't know if he'd even, like, really compete for the job anyway, um, but that really hurt his chances. No, for sure. And the, the other two, it was obvious that JG was the guy last year, and they we heard good things about Shroud and Camp, but I don't think they're. I don't think it was ever in question who was going to be the starter come week one. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I don't have any more most important. Uh, I Deion Sanders getting a in Jackson State head coaching job in big fashion too with an entrance. Yeah, that's. So, oh, uh, Last Chance You tweeted, like, their Twitter account. I saw that. Did you? Dude, that would be an electric show. It'd be, it'd I would be a lot love of fun. It. It'd be, I hope they would do it, though, like, week by week. Kind of how um, that ESPN Plus show on uh, Kansas with Les Miles. So, they'd release okay. it. Like, it would come out the Saturday. The It would come out the Saturday, like, the previous Saturday. So, week one, if Tennessee was doing it, they would drop week one on, I think it would be actually on Friday. So, they'd drop it this Friday. Okay. Yeah. So it's not, it wasn't as long as the last chance you episode, but it the content was good. So kind of like all or nothing, is that? Have you seen that? Because yes. they, they kind of do like pregame, like Friday, and then it go to game day, 
Yeah. They kind of have like a game a week pretty much. Right. But I, I, do they release those week by week or are they all released at the end? Oh, maybe it is all released at the end. I've only know. ever watched them. I've only I've, ever binged them, so I don't know. Yeah, that's the same same okay. for me. Uh, any more most important? Uh, we did have someone mention, it was also talking about that. They said, I think Harrison Bailey will redshirt. Mm, yes, he, this year won't affect him, but he can play because it doesn't count for anybody. Right. Um, and then someone said they want experience over talent at the moment because this is a wild year and experience will pay off for us. I, that's a good point, but I, you know, I, I'd counter that and say, I think talent will be a big portion too because it's going to be a lot about how your biggest playmakers can they make plays. Yeah, and you're, you're able to develop guys and let them get snaps without affecting their eligibility. Right. I do think they like the comfort of JG because of his experience, though. So I do agree with that. Oh, yeah. I do agree with that. Uh, fails. I got a great one. I'm going to start this one off because I'm probably stealing it from you. Our boy, Tarod Taylor. What is going on with the Chargers? Dude. How does that happen? If you don't know what happened, uh, a team doctor incidentally punctured his lung while giving him a painkilling injection. Just before the game last Saturday or last Sunday against the Chiefs. Yeah, and, and then I have another failed with the Chargers and Tyrod Taylor is Anthony Lynn comes out after um, Justin Herbert had a great game against the Chiefs and says if he's 100% ready to go, he's our starter, talking about Tyrod Taylor. And then they inject him, and now he's not the starter. <laughs> Good Lord, dude. Oh, hey, I've got one more most important, by the way. Okay. Vols are bowl eligible. There will be no requirement to play in a bowl this season <laughs> if approved by NCAA's council. Vols are bowl eligible, baby. So, so, hey, so is Vanderbilt, too, though. That's the earliest Tennessee's ever been bowl eligible. Oh, well, all the bowls invite just SEC teams because they would sell tickets. You have to think. <laughs> Vanderbilt will make a bowl. So, if that's the case, do you... Can we get, like, any bowl? Can we just do any bowl? Does it have to be, like, specific to that conference? Yes, they'll they'll still have the conference requirements. That's dumb. <laughs> uh, I guess they do that regionally, but, like, it's still kind of dumb. Yeah. I'd like to see a display of somebody that we'd probably never see before. No, I, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I got one more most important. Kind of what you talked about it, but... 11 Vol freshmen played in their first career game against South Carolina. I think you mentioned that. So it was 12, actually. Is that what you said? So Jabari Small did play a did play on special okay. teams. So I'm pretty sure it was 12. That's pretty cool. 12 freshmen against an SEC. I mean, you kind of need to with the way the roster is this year and uh-huh. you know people sitting out. But that's still 12 guys getting in there. I mean, it shows that young guys are going to be really important to this, to this team. But it's also – I mean, it's just good to get young guys in. And does that not sell in recruiting, too, when – you were telling you, guys like, hey, these guys didn't even practice that much and they still got an opportunity to get in the game as a true freshman. If you're good enough to play, you're going to play. Yeah. It's that simple. Yep. So if you believe you're good enough to play and you want to start, come to Tennessee. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you got anything else? That's all I got. Guys, really appreciate y'all listening to this episode. The Vols are 1-0 and bowl eligible. And, uh, hey, that's a big win over South Carolina. Like, I, I jokingly say it, but it is also true to go 10-0. You have to win the first one. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, you win this game. Now you're going on to the next. Uh, Missouri kicking off at noon in Knoxville. We'll be back at you Wednesday previewing that. Plus talking about NFL uh, in their week three. Looks like Seattle might win this unless the Cowboys can pull another what they did last week. But I think, I don't know if that was up to the Cowboys or it was really against Atlanta. (laughs) 
They did the same thing today. They did. I think it was more so Atlanta and not Dallas. Dan Quinn's got to get fired, right? I mean, Tonight. That's terrible. I would say before you before you leave for the airport, but it was a home game, so just fire him before you lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll be previewing – or we'll be uh, talking about some of the NFL, of course, our power rankings. Um, if you got any questions, drop them throughout the, you know, throughout the week, and we'll get to them on Wednesday or – uh, maybe Landon will tweet back at you if he's if he's feeling good. Maybe. Um, make sure you follow along on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. More important issues and volunteer roadshow. It ain't got to be pretty. You just got to put out, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean that's that, that's how last night kind of went. It, was, it, it wasn't it was. pretty at all, but we we took care of business. We won the game. Balls are want to know we're bringing the boat in and we out.